Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Welcome to The Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's get into it. Before we do our 21 MLB predictions for the 2021 MLB season, we're going to give our shout-outs to all our social media, at The Sports Angle on Twitter, ha- uh, hashtag The Sports Angle as well if you go to our Twitter on Facebook, at the Sports Angle Radio. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out all the content, everything we have on there. And go to our YouTube channel, The Sports Angle. Click subscribe, put on the notification bell, and check out all the content we have here on The Sports Angle. Now, earlier, CBS Sports wrote an article about 21 bold predictions for the 2021 MLB season. And with us being the sports angle, we are going to go and look at these predictions that CBS Sports made for the 2021 MLB season. And I will give you, in my opinion, the probability of it happening. So the first bold prediction, according to CBS Sports, for the 2021 MLB season is that there will be a last-minute universal designated hitter agreement. And they were talking about in the article how they've already had one starting pitcher in Zach uh, Gallen who had a forearm stress fracture because of him swinging the bat. There's also been the fact that pitchers have gotten hurt in the past because of them being at the plate. And MLB used the universal designated hitter last year And according to sources, MLB liked the results that they saw. So their conclusion is that the MLB and the MLB Players Association will agree to a universal designated hitter to lower the injury risk for pitchers. Now, the probability of this happening, I'm going to say 85%. There is an 85% chance that this is going to happen. Because I understand the idea behind it. I understand that MLB wants to limit the injuries. I get that MLB liked the designated hitter, the universal style last year. And because of injuries being such a big deal in Major League Baseball, that and this on is top of the fact because that with Major League Baseball wanting to do everything it can to spotlight the hitting aspect to have as many, many home runs, have as many bang, bang plays in baseball, it will not surprise me that if this happens. So I will give it an 85% probability that the MLB will make a last-minute universal designated hitter rule. They'll make an agreement with the Players Association and MLB to get it done. So I will say 85% on there being a last-minute universal designated hitter deal. Now, the second one, the second bold prediction, according to CBS Sports, their 21 bold predictions for the 2021 season, is that the Milwaukee Brewers will trade the best closer in baseball to the Toronto Blue Jays. Their argument, their argument is Josh Hader is lights out. Josh Hader has been one of the best closers year in and year out. And their argument and their conclusion is that George Springer, with him having some injury concerns, with Kirby Yates having injuries, and with the Toronto Blue Jays trying to bolster their pitching, bringing in Robbie Ray, Tyler Chatwood, Stephen Matz, David Phelps, 
bringing in all this stuff to Toronto, if they are in a playoff push, and if Kirby Yates is not there because he's injured, then the Toronto Blue Jays will pull the, the trigger. And the Toronto Blue Jays will trade for all-star closer Josh Hatter. Now, I'm going to say that this is, once again, an 85% probability. Look, the reason why it's 85% is because Milwaukee, if they are not in the division lead, they are going to most likely sell off assets so they don't have as many people on payroll next year. Let's remember, folks, the Toronto Blue Jays and Milwaukee Brewers are on completely different spectrums when it comes to money. Milwaukee is considered a small market. Milwaukee is considered a smaller team when it comes to budget. Where the Toronto Blue Jays, because of them being in Toronto, they've had no problem in the past spending money to get the job done. So if the Toronto Blue Jays are in the hunt in the postseason, do not be surprised if this bold prediction of the Toronto Blue Jays trading for Josh Hader does become a reality. So as we are talking about the 21 MLB bold predictions that CBS made for the 2021 MLB season, I want your opinion. Do you think the Blue Jays will pull a trade to go get the best closer in baseball? Do you think that MLB will, in, will in, institute and will they put in the universal designated hitter? Now, the next bold prediction that CBS Sports made for the 2021 MLB season is that the Chicago Cubs will not trade Chris Bryant. They will not trade the 2015 NL Rookie of the Year. They will not trade the 2016 NL MVP. And someone who is a Chicago Cubs fan, I have to put my homer aside. I have to put my analytical cap on and I'm going to give this a 15% probability the Chicago Cubs and Chris Bryant have gone separate ways when it comes to negotiations with a thing that happened with Scott Boris and manipulating the amount of play time I mean people know about this in Chicago Chris Bryant was supposed to be on the main roster in 2015 they kept him in AAA to begin the season so they could manipulate the service time. It led to a huge situation with arbitration and lawsuits and everything. It was a very scary, very messy situation. And because of all that, and the fact that he has had injuries in the past, and the fact that Chris Bryant, in terms of production, has not been the superstar caliber he was the first two years, the Chicago Cubs are not going to get a massive haul for him. But what they will do is try to get the best package they can. When you have a guy like David Bote, who's right behind him in the depth chart, when you already have Chris Bryant's replacement at that position, it makes him more expendable. So with this bold prediction from CBS Sports, I'm going to give it a 15% probability that the Cubs will not trade Chris Bryant. And before we get into the fourth prediction that CBS Sports made, their fourth bold uh, bold prediction, I'm going to read the comments. I want your angle here on the sports angle. Kellen said, go Blue Jays. Hey, they're out there in Toronto. They're Canada's team. If I'm not mistaken, I think you're near the Buffalo area. So, hey, you're right. You're right across from it. So Buffalo, Toronto, I completely understand the Toronto Blue Jays having a massive appeal there. And Hey, I had them be in the final wildcard team in the American League with my predictions earlier in the month. And Chuck, Rizzo going next as a Cubs fan, I hope not. I mean, he's the captain of the Cubs. I mean, he's the boy in the locker room. He's the leader of the men out there in the locker room. So Anthony Rizzo being the captain of the Cubs, I hope he's not traded. Uh, To me, he should be that one guy that should be there long-term, but I do know about the situation, about the contracts. I know that Rizzo and the Cubs are on separate um, lengths and on separate terms when it comes to the upcoming contract. So I understand where you're coming from, Chuck. Now, the fourth bold prediction, according to CBS Sports, 
is that Jacob DeGrom will be the hardest throwing starter ever. And pretty much their argument is that Mets ace and two-time Cy Young Award winner Jacob DeGrom will have his average fastball velocity be the hardest you've ever seen by a starting pitcher. Now, I'm going to give this a 45% probability simply for the fact that when it comes to fastball velocity, there could be a chance that one of those relievers that goes 101, 102, 104 mile an hour could eventually get called up to be a starting pitcher. Let's talk about the fact that prospects that are entering the system and are entering MLB have also been making record numbers in the minor leagues when it comes to their fastball. So I'm going to give this a 45% probability of Jacob DeGrom being the hardest throwing starting pitcher ever. So number five, number five bold prediction from CBS Sports. This is a sports angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. We're looking at the list of the 21 bold predictions for the 2021 MLB season. And their fifth one was that there will be a trio of New York Yankees who will hit 40 plus home runs. Their prediction is that Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, and Clint Frazier will hit 40 plus home runs for the New York Yankees. I'm going to give this a 15% probability. Having one guy hit 40 plus home runs, that's expected. Hitting, having two guys hit 40 plus home runs when it was the juiced uh, ball era. It was something that you kind of saw, but having a trio, having not one, not two, but a trio of hitters hitting 40 plus home runs, especially in a place like Yankee Stadium, I don't see it happening. So I give it a 15% probability that Judge Stanton and Frazier will all hit 40 plus home runs for the New York Yankees, but I'm not going to discredit the New York Yankees. They got a very solid roster. I have them making it to the World Series here on the Sports Angle. I did that back earlier this year. Now, we have two more predictions to go. I'm only going to do seven. I can't do every single 21 prediction. That would be insane, and we'd be here for five hours. So the final two predictions we'll talk about. Number six, the Tampa Bay Rays will average fewer than three and a half innings per start. Now, CBS is poking fun here at the opener. The, some of the thing that the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland Athletics have become iconic for, having their starting pitcher be there for only a couple of innings and then having the rest of their bullpen take over. Now, I'm going to give this an 85% probability simply because of who the Tampa Bay Rays are. The Tampa Bay Rays love the opener they love to be in that consideration for, all right, we're going to have this guy be in for two innings, then we'll pull him out. All right, Blake Schnell, you'll be in there for four innings, then we'll take you out. Charlie Morton, you'll be there for three and a half innings, then we'll take you out. So this bold prediction by CBS Sports that the Tampa Bay Rays starters will only average three and a half innings per start, I will say 85% probability that's a very high chance. And then the seventh and final bold prediction from CBS Sports, Nolan Arenado will win the NL batting title. Now, the Colorado Rockies play a course field. And Nolan Arenado was a beast in, Col in Colorado because of where he was. Now, moving over to Bush Stadium, it's two completely separate uh, stadiums. I mean, in terms of the way that it is performed, in terms of hitting. But I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this prediction right here a 82% chance of happening. Nolan Arenado is one of the best hitters at third base. He's one of the best hitters in all of baseball. You have Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Fernando Tatis Jr., but understanding where Nolan Arenado plays now, understanding that he plays with the St. Louis Cardinals, him winning the National League batting title, when you've had guys like Albert Pujols do it in the past, 
when you've had guys from St. Louis win the batting title over the last couple of years, the last couple of decades, that's going to lead me to believe that an 82% probability that Nolan Arenado will win the NL batting title out there in St. Louis. But I want to know your opinion. I want to know your angle here on the sports angle. So before we go to break, I will go to the comments. Go Yankees. Blue, white, and silver. Go, go, go. Obviously, we have an excited Yankees fan in the chat. Hey, they're going to go to the World Series. We'll see if they get number 28. And there will be at least two that get to 40. Like I said in that prediction about having a trio of Yankees that get to 40 homers, I have it at 15% because of the fact that it's incredibly difficult to find three batters in one starting lineup that hit 40. All right, like I said in that prediction, one guy hitting 40 plus home runs, that is expected in a hitter ballpark. Having two guys hit 40 plus home runs in a hitter friendly ballpark, that's also expected. But to have a trio, to have your two, three, four, or your three, four, five, hit 40 plus home runs. And CBS Sports said it'd be Judge Stanton and Frazier. I have that at 15% because it's very unlikely to have a trio of guys who will get it done. So here's what we're going to do here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rafa Ratelli. We will be back from break. And when we come back, we will talk about MLB opening day. I will go over the most interesting opening day matchups when it comes to starting pitching. And I will give you my angle on which pitching matchup intrigues your host, Rocco Rakelli, the most. But we'll be right back here on The Sports Angle. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli. Let's get back into it. The 2021 opening day, less than 48 hours away, and all of the opening day starters have been announced. You have some of the best pitchers in all of Major League Baseball making their season debut on April 1st, and some of the appeal of opening day 
is watching the best of the best go up against the best of the best. Now, last week here on the Sports Angle, I talked about five opening day matchups that that was the most uh, appealing. The five opening day matchups that I was interested in, five matchups that you should be interested in. But that was before the opening day starters were announced. That's before all of them were locked in to be the opening day starter. So here's what we're going to do here on the Sports Angle. I will give you four matchups that are going to be the best to watch. And then I will give you my fifth and my most interested matchup, a starting pitching duel that should be one of the best in 2021 a matchup that sports fans, baseball fans, regardless of what fan you are, you will be happy to see that on opening night. The first pitching matchup that will be intriguing, the first pitching matchup that should catch people's attention is the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the San Diego Padres. You have the old versus the new. You have the past versus the present. Madison Bumgarner will be on the mound for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And look, I am not going to sit here and knock what Madison Bumgarner did in San Francisco. When he was in his prime, Madison Bumgarner was one of the top five starting pitchers in baseball. He was clutch. He was dominant. He was elite. All right, he brought fear to, his, to the people that he went up against. But the problem with Madison Bumgarner, like I said in the preview of this, it's past versus present. Madison Bumgarner, that heroic appearance in the 2014 World Series, that was seven years ago. It has been seven years since Madison Bumgarner was postseason hero. And he has had a massive decline in terms of production almost every single year since 2016. 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, he has been falling off a cliff in terms of performance and production. The reason why this will be interesting is because of the fact that Madison Bumgarner, with it not being the universal DH yet, that you could maybe see Madison Bumgarner hit a home run out there into the landing zone out there in San Diego. Maybe you'll see him hit the Western Supply Building in left field out there in San Diego. I mean, it's been a couple of years since we really saw that iconic clip of Bartol Colon hitting a home run in San Diego. I want to see that again. But let's talk about his opponent very quickly. Hugh Darvish was in the Cy Young uh, category last year. Hugh Darvish was one of the best pitchers in that shortened 2020 season. He gets traded in a blockbuster from the Cubs to the Padres. He is now their opening day starter. And with San Diego, you Darvish, he should have all the momentum, all the tools, everything with him to build on that momentum from last year. So the first pitching matchup that will be really interesting is the Diamondbacks versus Padres. Madison Bumgarner versus Hugh Darvish, past versus present. The second matchup, especially out there in the East Coast. Out there on the East Coast is Max, uh, Max, Max Freed versus Aaron Nola. That's right, the Atlanta Braves versus the Philadelphia Phillies. Look, this matchup is going to be interesting because you're seeing one team that has been building up their starting rotation from their prospect pool, and that is the Atlanta Braves. Almost all of their starting rotation, not named Charlie Morton, has come from their farm system. Um, you know, you know, uh, Fr uh, Max Freed, he has been one of the best up-and-coming pitchers in MLB. The Atlanta Braves have a lot of confidence in him. That's why they're having him be the opening day pitcher. On the opposite side, Aaron Nola, at one time was considered one of the most uh, surefire upcoming bona fide superstars at the pitching position a couple of years ago. Last year, he struggled, had a very abysmal 2020 season. Aaron Nola's 
stock kind of fell a bit, but I still believe in the talent of Aaron Nola, just like I believe in the talent of who we have next on the list, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So the second pitching matchup that is going to be interesting to watch on opening day, Atlanta versus Philadelphia. So as we're talking about the opening day matchups that are interested, I'm most interested in here on the Sports Angle, I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our articles and every, all the information you need about the show. Now the next pitching matchup on opening day that will be the most interesting to watch the earliest game on the schedule at 10.05 Pacific time. That's the Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Yankees, Ryu versus Garrett Cole. Now, Ryu, for anybody who's a Dodgers fan, you know what he's capable of. For the people out here in LA, people out here in Las Vegas who have been watching the Dodgers for years, you know that Ryu is one of the best and most consistent pitchers in all of baseball. That's why the Toronto Blue Jays paid him so much money to go from L.A. out there to Toronto. And I said this on the show, that if there was a dark horse to win A.L. Cy Young, Rayu is that guy. He has a lot of talent, very consistent, very dependable, and that's why Toronto likes him. And with the New York Yankees, you have the best starting pitcher in all of baseball in Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole has been a success everywhere he has gone. When he was in Pittsburgh, he was the main bright spot on that team. When he was with the Houston Astros, he was clutch when they needed him the most. And with him being with the New York Yankees, his stock is at an all-time high. His momentum riding off the of last year is high. And Garrett Cole needs to live up to that $324 million price tag out there in the Bronx. Because if he doesn't, the Yankees ate Alex Rodriguez alive. The Yankees have, eat, have eaten superstars alive for not living up to their contract. So Garrett Cole could use historical examples to see what happens when you don't live up to your contract out there in the Bronx. But I believe he will get it done. I'm going to look at it from a positive and say that Garrett Cole and uh, Rayu, they're going to be the one of the best pitching matchups on opening day, Toronto versus New York. And the next matchup that I have on my list of games you need to watch out for it is going to be a Florida versus Florida matchup. That's right. Tampa Bay versus Miami. Now, Rocco, why would you go with Tampa Bay versus Miami? when it comes to opening day matchups that interest you? Well, that's because the Miami Marlins have one of the best up-and-coming arms in baseball. He made an all-star game back in 2019. He has been uh, one of the best arms in Miami they've had since maybe a guy named Dontrell Willis was on the roster, and that is Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara. Now, Alcantara is reliable. He is solid, but more importantly, when it comes to him, he is that quiet kid. You don't really hear about him that much, but you know he gets the job done, and that's what he does in Miami. He did it last year. He did it in 2019. He's very quiet. You don't hear much about him, but he has been one of the most solid pitchers in MLB, and with Tampa Bay, Tyler Glasnow, I mean, it was a couple of years ago, Pittsburgh wrongfully traded him to get Chris Archer and he has turned into an ace out there in Tampa Bay so you have Chris Archer you have Blake Schnell those guys were gone Kyler Glasnow took over and I actually think Tampa Bay is not going to be as bad as some analysts say they're going to be I think they're going to be the definition of above average in Major League Baseball Kyler Glasnow is going to have a lot to do with that in MLB. I want to see what he does in opening day. Now, before we get into the final matchup and the matchup that excites your host, Rocco Rakelli, the most, we're going to go to the comments section here on the sports angle. I mean, after all, it's not just my angle, it is your angle as well. Now, Chuck, you brought up a good point. Rockies have had a trio of players in a season over 40 home runs, 
but that is a home run ballpark. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at gm.com. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. The Braves had Hank Aaron, Daryl Evans, and they had Johnson back in the 1970s. You brought up a good point. However, I agree with your final angle and that it will be hard for the New York Yankees. Chuck, you're absolutely right. It's going to be hard to be at Yankee Stadium and have Stanton, Judge, and Clint Frazier be in uh, the home 40-plus home run mark. And then also the best pitching in playoffs ever with Madison Bumgarner. I mean, hey, you can't disagree with that. I mean, that 2014 performance in the World Series was legendary. It was one of those tales that you're going to tell your kids about 20 years from now, 40 years from now. You're going to tell your kids like, hey, I was there in 2014 when Madison Bumgarner put on the best performance in the modern era. But like I said, that was seven years ago. Time moves on. And since 2016, Madison Bumgarner has not got it done. His production's gone down. And Madison spends too much time in North Carolina relaxing. That's an unfortunate truth, Chuck. Some pitchers, they will relax, take a load off, and they will just be drinking margaritas, doing what they have to do in the offseason. But they're not really focused on baseball. Very unfortunate, but that's a true reality. And we're going to get into the sports angle trivia in 10 minutes. So here's what we're going to do here on the sports angle. I will do this last pitching matchup here that intrigues me on opening day. We will go to a quick two-minute commercial break. And then when we come back at 645, 745, 845, 945, we will get into the sports angle trivia. So for the people who are there for this, uh, stay tuned. We're going to be 10 minutes out. Ethan, hey, how are you? Buffalo Bills, new stadium rights. That's going to be interesting. High mark stadium. I'm going to still call them the Bills, though. And the final matchup, the matchup that I really want to see happen, and that is the Arizona, the Arizona, no, I'm just kidding. The St. Louis Cardinals versus the Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati Reds have one of the most underrated starting pitchers in baseball. Luis Castillo was underneath Sonny Gray. Luis Castillo was underneath Trevor Bauer. They've had Amar Amar Garrett. The Cincinnati Reds have had arms on top of arms on top of arms. And Luis Castillo over the last two and a half years has been solid and he has been most definitely underrated. I mean, when you look at his velocity, his fastball, the pitches he has in his uh, reservoir, Luis Castillo should be in the conversation for top 10 starting pitcher in MLB when you check his facts, when you check his statistics. The problem with Luis Castillo is A, he was hidden behind Bauer and Gray, and B, he plays in Cincinnati. And unfortunately, unless you're Joey Votto, unless you're Brandon Phillips, Barry Larkin, like in the 21st century, there's only been a couple of players in Cincinnati who has gotten attention from the MLB global. So unless you were Votto, Griffey, Larkin, unless you were Trevor Bauer last year when he won Cy Young, Cincinnati does not get a lot of mass market appeal. And it's very unfortunate because Luis Castillo 
is one of the best and most underrated pitchers in Major League Baseball. And it's the same for the guy he's going up against, Jack Flaherty from the St. Louis Cardinals. He is young. Jack Flaherty is the ace of the Cardinals rotation. And more importantly, considering what St. Louis added this offseason, considering they now have Goldschmidt, they have Edmund, they have DeJong, they have Arenado in the infield. You have one of the youngest cores in the outfield, Carlson, O'Neill, Bader. The St. Louis Cardinals are going to be good next year. This year, there's going to be growing pains. But Jack Flaherty is going to be a constant force in St. Louis. Luis Castillo is going to be a constant force in Cincinnati. So those are going to be the interesting matchups I believe is going to happen on opening day. I want to, want to know your feedback. Do you agree or disagree with these matchups? So the five, I will repeat again. The Arizona, Card the Arizona Cardinals versus St. Louis Rams. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding again. The Arizona Diamondbacks versus San Diego Padres. And that is Madison Bumgarner versus Hugh Darvish. You're going to have the Atlanta Braves versus the Philadelphia Phillies. Max Fareed versus Aaron Nola. You have the New York Yankees versus Toronto Blue Jays. Rayu versus Cole. You have the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Miami Marlins. Sandy Alcantara versus Tyler Glasnow. And then the fifth matchup in the matchup I want to watch is Luis Castillo versus Jack Flaherty. I want to know your opinion out there in the comment section down there in the chat. And uh, before we go to break, Ethan, I talked about Cole versus Ryu. It will absolutely be a great matchup. And Yankees fans should be excited. Blue Jays fans should be excited. So we are going to go to break here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow us on social media at the Sports Angle and go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out all the information, everything we have on there. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we are going to do the Sports Angle trivia. Ten questions. The difficulty gets harder on each after each question. and the winner of this trivia will be the first ever the Sports Angle Trivia Champion. And we will be doing this at the end of every month. So stay tuned at the end of the month because we will have trivia here on the Sports Angle. This will be the first one, however. And that will be right, right next after we go to break. When we come back, Sports Angle Trivia, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's get back into it. The Sports Angle trivia. Now, I'm going to explain the rules for all the people who are listening all around the world and the people who are engaging in the chat and on Twitter, hashtag The Sports Angle. It will be 10 questions. But how we're going to do it is that it will start out really easy on rookie difficulty, and then it will get harder and harder and harder until the 10th question, we are on, you know, Hall of Fame difficulty. You're going to be scratching your hair out going, how the heck is that the answer? So question number one for the Sports Angle Trivia, who is the head coach of Gonzaga? That is the first question here on the sports angle. Who is the head coach of the Gonzaga men's basketball team? I mean, I'm really impressed about Gonzaga. I'm happy to see what they're doing this year. Made it to the final four, beat up on USC. But I want to know from all of you, the first question here on Sports Angle Trivia, who is the Gonzaga men's basketball head coach what is his name i mean this guy has been with gonzaga for 20 plus years i mean this guy has been one of the best head coaches in college basketball we have the timer going down here on the sports angle but i would like to know from all of you who is the men's basketball head coach for the gonzaga bulldogs Mark Few, that is correct. Eric, you get one point. That was the first question of this round. Question number two here on the Sports Angle. Sports Angle trivia, question number two. In 1990, UNLV defeated Duke in one of the biggest upsets in college basketball history. But UNLV was led by this guy who ended up being the number one overall pick in the 1991 NBA draft. Who is this player? Who is the guy that led UNLV to upsetting Duke in the 1990 national championship, who then proceeded to be the number one overall pick in the 1991 NBA draft? Who is he? Larry Johnson, Eric, once again, you are on the board. I mean, two points right now for Eric. All of y'all really need to give him a challenge right now because it is two nothing. I mean, Larry Johnson, one of the most underrated guys in basketball history. If injuries hadn't affected him, he definitely would have been one of the best uh, guys in basketball. Now the next question here on the sports angle for, for trivia in 1966, Kentucky was upsetted in one of the biggest upsets in college basketball history by what team that eventually was renamed to University of Texas El Paso? Now, I will give everybody a hint. This team eventually that was renamed as University of Texas El Paso had a movie named about them named Glory Road. But what university was it in 1966 that beat Kentucky, beat Adolph Rupp to win the national championship in 1966? Trust me, fellas, this is the old, the longest, the oldest I'm going to go back. But it is very important. It's very historic. So which college was it that defeated Kentucky in 1966 to win the March Madness Tournament? Eric, once again, with Texas Western, I mean, Eric just putting a whooping on y'all. I mean, it, I mean, he's pretty much about to do a full sweep right now. Let's hope that's not happened. Let's get all of y'all engaged here on the Sports Angle Trivia. Question number four for the Sports Angle Trivia here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Now, which university... Did current Brooklyn Nets superstar James Harden go to? This university is also mainly known for their football program, but did have one of their brightest stars in James Harden go there in the late 2000s. 
Which university was it? Let's see if any of y'all got it. Let's see if you got anything for Eric. Which university did James Harden attend before going to the NBA, being with the Brooklyn Nets, where he is right now? Which university did James Harden attend? That is question number four. I mean, Arizona State, once again, Eric is right. That is for nothing for the sports angle trivia. You know what, Ethan? Man, we all got work, man. I completely understand that 100%. But hey, it's for nothing, but it is not over. I mean, let's just see what any of y'all got. Let's see if any of you have anything for, for Eric. Now, question number five is going to be a true or false here on Sports Angle Trivia, and it is this. The Baylor Bears have not won a NCAA college basketball championship. True or false? I mean, Baylor just made it to the Final Four. They're going to go up against Houston in the, turn, in the Final Four, but I want to know, true or false, did Baylor win a college basketball championship? Uh, the answer is true, by the way. Yes, Ethan, you are on the board. Baylor, that is a true answer. I mean, it would be interesting to see if they do get it done against Houston. So number five, Ethan, you're on the board. So four points for Eric, one point for Ethan. Question number six here on the Sports Angle Trivia. Number six is this. Zion Williamson. True or false? Was Zion Williamson the number one recruit coming out of high school when he enrolled at Duke? True or false? Was he the number one prospect coming out of high school basketball when he went You know what? We'll be seeing what happens because Zion Williamson has been one of the most hype prospects in basketball. He's been doing a lot of things right now. But like I mentioned before, when it came to him, was he the number one recruit coming out of high school? That's just something I want to know. Uh, Ethan, you got it. Uh, it was false. Zion Williamson was the number two prospect in high school basketball so it was a trick question so Ethan you have two points Eric you are at four so here on the sports angle trivia things heating up just a bit here on the sports angle trivia but we still got time though for the people who are joining in question number seven here on the sports angle trivia in 2001 the Arizona Diamondbacks met the New York Yankees in the World Series but which starting pitcher was the Arizona Diamondbacks put on the mound in game seven of the 2001 World Series? So to simplify it, pretty much here's all I'm asking. Number seven, the, the question is, in the 2001 World Series game seven, who was the starting pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks? That's simply the question. All right. So in 2001 World Series Game 7, who was the starting pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks when they beat the New York Yankees to win their first ever world championship out there in MLB? So who was it at number seven? We're going to see who it is. I mean, with the Arizona Diamondbacks being the New York Yankees in 2001, I mean, you had so many good players on that team. On the hitting side, you had guys like Mark Grace. You had guys like uh, Luis Gonzalez, who eventually came up clutch in that game. Eric is actually not him. It's not him. He was the winning pitcher. But you have to remember, he came in for relief of this said guy who was the starting pitcher in game seven of the 2001 World Series against the New York Yankees. Who was it that was the starting pitcher of game seven in 2001 for 
beat for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Hey, we're here on the Sports Angle Trivia. I'm your host, Rocco Ratelli. And this is the Sports Angle Trivia for March 2021. Now, I do have the timer. It is at 45 seconds. So we have 45 seconds left to have someone give us the right answer or the timer will go off and, and we will move on to the next, the next question. So I will repeat it one more time for the people who just joined. And actually, I will say the answer as well, because Ethan did get it right. In the 2001 World Series Game 7, the Arizona Diamondbacks put Kurt Schilling on the mound against the New York Yankees. So it is four for Eric, and it is for three for Ethan. This is going to be a very close nail-biter finish. At number eight, who is the all-time games played leader in Boston Celtics history? So question number eight here on the Sports Angle Trivia, who is the all-time leader in games played for the Boston Celtics? All right, I'm up in the difficulty just a bit here on the Sports Angle Trivia. Question number eight, who is the all-time leader in games played for the Boston Celtics? I mean, for the people who are thinking off the top of their head, you've got some really, really tough choices to make. Could it be Larry Bird? Could it be Kevin McHale? Could it be Robert Parrish? But see, Eric, you did get the question right. It is John Havlicek. I mean, a lot of people forget how great John Havlicek was during his prime, but that is the right answer. So John Havlicek, he is the all-time leader in games played in Boston Celtics history. So that is five for Eric and three for Ethan. Uh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to all the other people who are participating on Twitter. Even if you're not the first one to get it right, I still appreciate you being part of Sports Angle Trivia. Question number nine, which player in 2018 recorded the fastest triple-double in NBA history less than 15 minutes? Who was it? Which NBA player in 2018 recorded the fastest triple-double in NBA history in less than 15 minutes? I mean, I will say this, by the way. The fact that this guy did it in exactly less than 15 minutes should be a great story in itself. But once you find out who the answer is, it's going to blow your mind. But which player was it? Hey, Eric, he just beat you by a millisecond, according to my screen. But Ethan, you did get it right. It is the Serbian himself, Nikola Jokic. And that's right, folks. In 14 minutes and 37 seconds, Nikola Jokic recorded the fastest triple-double in NBA history back in 2018. So five questions right for Ethan. Scratch that. Four questions right for Ethan. Five questions right for Eric. And we have the final question here on Sports Angle Trivia. And this one is what I consider the impossible question. And this is pretty much going to be the nail biter here on Sports Angle Trivia. Ethan, Eric, stay on your toes for this one. Question number 10. Name all four guys who had their jerseys retired by the University of Houston in men's basketball. So the Houston Cougars men's basketball, they have retired four players name me all four of those guys and that is question number 10 here on the sports angle trivia i'm gonna need all of their names all the guys who have been retired by the houston cougars basketball team i mean they've had some legends out there in houston so that's what we're gonna do right now we're gonna look at the numbers itself so who was it who was the guys who've had their jerseys retired by University of Houston? I mean, they made it to the final four going up against Baylor. So who have been the jerseys that have been retired 
by the Houston Cougars. Gary, you have two of them. I will give you credit there. Gary Harmon, you have two of them, Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon. But who are the others that are joined in the rafters out there when it comes to the Houston Cougars? I mean, one of them is a legend in his own right. And then two of them just so happen to be legends out there in the Cougars uh, history books. And one of them is very forgotten about, very underrated. But I want to see if y'all get it right. Here on Sports Angle Trivia, we have one minute left on the timer. Gary Harmon, you got it. Yeah, Gary Harmon, you got it. It is Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon, Elvin Hayes, and Otis Birdsong. Those are the guys who've had their jerseys retired, be put in the rafters by the Houston Cougars. Now, I will say that, Eric, you did win the trivia tonight. You had five points. Ethan had four. Gary, you had one. But for all the people who missed out, for all the people who just joined in, don't be... Uh, don't be um, sad about it. Don't be upset about it because at the end of the month, every single month, we have trivia night here on the Sports Angle. So in April of 2021, we are going to do trivia once again. Participate, like, share, uh, engage in the conversation. But Eric, you won. You had five points. Ethan had four. Gary had one. But I want to give a shout out to all the people who participated tonight in Sports Angle Trivia. We do it at the end of the month, every single month. So I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli. I'm going to say follow me on social media at Rocco Rakelli. Follow the show at the Sports Angle on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, all social medias. Go to our YouTube channel, The Sports Angle. Hit the subscribe button, turn on notifications. And go to our website, sportsangle.com. Check out all the content we have on there. Live streams, audio, video, uh, all the articles we have written on there. And before we take off, I want everyone's final four prediction. Who do you have making it to the national championship here on the Sports Angle? I want to know your opinion here on the Sports Angle with us having about two minutes left here on the show. Gonzaga is going to be there. Hitler is going to be there. Houston's going to be there. But who is going to join them in the national championship game? Because I have Baylor beating Houston to advance to the final four. And if Michigan does beat out UCLA, they're playing right now. I have Gonzaga going up against Baylor in the national championship game. That is what my prediction is going to be. Gonzaga versus Baylor. Loreen, you said Gonzaga. I mean, they have been a dominant force in college basketball for the last couple of years. I would be proud to have Gonzaga represent the West Coast. But I want to know all of your opinions. Who do you have making the final four in March Madness out of Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, and Houston? Give us your predictions down below. Like I mentioned, go to our website, check out everything we have on there, and go to our subreddit, R the Sports Angle, check out all the conversations we have on there. So I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli. Follow me on social media at Rocco Rakelli. The Sports Angle is here Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern. And I will say that. It has been a fun episode. Trivia is always a lot of fun to do. And we will see you next time here on the Sports Angle. Rock on. I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli, and we'll be back next time.
Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.